Hi, Sexy. Thanks for checking this out. We are so excited to get to know you. Your story is being uploaded right now. I know you're going to love it. But before we get started, do me a favor and write down this code. It's EROTIC50, E-R-O-T-I-C-5-0. What's that about? Well, it's your key to unlock 50% off and free shipping on adamandeve.com. Man, are they generous. Just enter EROTIC50 at the checkout and there you go. This big discount on almost any item in their sex emporium. Oh, and a little hit? Some of the toys go so good with the stories you're about to hear. Enjoy. What a horrible week. The weekend before I arrived was emotional and the people at work haven't made it any easier. Here I am, stuck in traffic on my way to visit this audit, and I'm a wreck. I'm exhausted, jet-lagged, emotional, and late. I never should have called Brad last night. What was I thinking? Okay, so now I have proof that he's found someone else. Intellectually, I have come to accept our breakup weeks ago, but emotionally, I guess I just wasn't ready. But I can't deal with this now. I need to get to work. Come on, Susan, focus. As an auditor, I'm used to pristine tidiness. I've heard myself described as quiet and attractive in a buttoned-up sort of way, with hair almost always pulled back in a ponytail and sporting mostly business suits and conservative skirts, except for the tight one I'm wearing today. Mostly I live out of a suitcase, reviewing data all day, followed by dinner, alone, with a glass of wine before reading a chapter and crashing on my hotel room bed. At the end of the week, I came home to Brad. I felt the full expression of my life on those weekends. I could be a different woman and let my hair down. We'd explore the city together. I remember the massages, the slow, intimate meals followed by dessert, but my work, or rather my absence was the reason for too many heated fights. I think to myself, the company needs me, and it's what I do well. So, Tom Fleming, this gentleman in his mid-fifties, has been my contact all week. Tall, grey hair, trim, he's probably a runner. Every day he escorts me to the sparse, quiet space that serves as my temporary office. Finally, this day, I've made it almost to its end. The office is quiet, and my mind can focus on the work at hand. Mr Fleming, I need some help, I said, picking up the phone. I need someone from finance to explain some transactions so can close this audit. I just noticed certain adjustments in the ledger that didn't make sense. The sooner this is finished, the sooner I can pack up, return to my hotel and catch a red eye back to my empty apartment. However, this snag is part of the job that I hate. After my boss gave me this assignment, he warned me about the shoot and then ask questions later culture. Besides Fleming, almost all my interactions this week proved my boss right. Finally, he knocks to tell me that he'll send someone to help resolve my questions. Once they find the documentation, someone will come to my office. I'm tired and my mind is wondering. This is not the way I want to end my day, with a fight about me questioning their judgement. Then, I hear a loud bang at the door. So now it begins, I think, bracing myself. I won't sit down while someone comes in and screams at me, so I get up to see who it is. As I open the door, I see a young man kneeling, in the midst of picking up a binder that he had dropped. Sorry about that, I didn't mean to startle you, he says as he stands up. I was surprised to discover how handsome he is, this fit black man in his mid-thirties, strides into my office and effortlessly makes himself comfortable. My name is David. I was asked to help answer your questions about some journal entries, he says. Um, hello, I stammer as he stood calmly and secure. He must know I'm flustered, I think silently as I sit down across from him. 
I ask him and he answers every question confidently. While this is not the harsh interaction I was expecting, it remains difficult to stay focused. The entire time, I am consumed by his full mouth and shoulders as he gazes at me. I try not to give any impression that my thoughts were anything other than professional. Within five minutes, I deal out a good excuse. David, excuse me, I just have to return a call before the end of the day and let Tom know that we met. I'll send you the documents. He smiles and exits my office. At this point, everyone has already left. I begin to pack my things. Tonight, I look forward to relaxing before my flight. Even though the office has emptied out, I still need to close this audit. Damn, I just lost access to the network, I whisper, looking at the blank screen. Then rather than a loud noise, I hear a knock at the door. Susan, did you look at my email? It's David. I don't know, I just lost connectivity. Can you help me so I can wrap things up? I ask. He moves right into my space before I can get up and let him sit down. Mmm, he smells wonderful. He begins to fix my laptop as I sit and watch his arms and shoulders work methodically. Finally, he smiles. Oh, he's finished. I turn the computer on and find the emails he had promised, yet he remains standing next to me. Suddenly, I begin blushing like a teenage girl. So I stand and turn my back, reaching for my bag, looking not to appear so obvious. But it was too late. He could see right through me. Suddenly, I feel his warm breath on my neck as his hands rest gently on my hips. He kisses my neck softly and instinctively my back arches. I'm starved for the hot moisture of his mouth. I could feel the beginning of a hot, steamy battle. I want to feel the warmth of his hands on my body as I guide him under my blouse. He removes my bra. As I turn to face him, I'm drunk with lust. It takes a second before the room stops spinning. He unbuttons my blouse and softly teases my breasts. Suddenly, I struggle to undress him. I've never fought so hard to get a shirt off someone. I caress his manhood through his pants, which further heightens my passion. I want, no, I need more as I open his pants and take him into my mouth. His hard body quivers while he moans with pleasure. Suddenly, he lifts me onto the desk and pushes my skirt up, aggressively pulling off my panties. I gasp as he devours me. I ache for a release. The heat, the moisture, the soft purposeful circles with his tongue inside me leave me screaming, moaning, panting on the desk. Still, I need more. Rising from the desk, I push him onto his back and pull his pants off. Our eyes meet. It's my turn, I say. David didn't know what I was thinking. I step onto the desk as our eyes lock and slowly lower myself onto him. Finally, I feel completely full. I close my eyes and feel moisture on my lashes as we fight, slowly, rhythmically. Riding its ebbs and flows, our battle gets faster and louder, as our flesh clash and our screams rise higher and higher until I collapse on David's firm, moist body. With my legs quivering, I lay on top of him before looking him straight in the eye. Do you want to come back to my hotel and help me pack? Wow, how was that? So hot. So fun. You know what's also hot and fun? Ordering something from adamandeve.com. They're so generous with us in bringing these stories to you, but also helping you out with 50% off almost any item on their site and giving you free shipping. Just enter offer code EROTIC50 at checkout on almost any single item and you'll see the price go down by half. 
and shipping is for free. Amazing! Erotic 50 is the code. So don't stop listening to these stories. We love you. I'll be waiting.